we all have parts of ourselves uh, that we don't like, parts of ourselves that we want to hide. And some people actually have parts of themselves that they don't know are there. Um, and today I'm going to talk to expert Sue Winsbury about this, and it's called our shadow self. We'll be understanding what it is and why it's actually an important part of our mental health. Um, but before that, I'm going to ask Sue what it is that stresses her out on a day-to-day -day basis. Hi, Tricia. I have to say, I try really hard not to get stressed on a day-to-day -day basis. It's not part of my ethos. It's not part of the things that I teach. Um, but I am really good at overloading myself. So um, I get very passionate about the work that I do. And quite often, I take on a bit too much. And then that's when I feel that kind of overwhelm. And uh, it's time pressure. I feel like I'm running out of time. And that's what makes me feel stressed yeah okay and so do you manage that at all or you just kind of notice it happens um i notice it happens it, it's sort of it's one of those things it's like a sneaky it's a shadow kind of thing that it just creeps in and builds up um i actually have very good daily routines so i meditate every day i kind of spend time in the morning just for me i make sure i exercise um but when i notice this sort of coming in to play too much then I will just go and take a break or I will shuffle my diary or I'll just go and indulge myself and nurture myself so it might just kind of I'm just going I'm going out for a walk for an hour um, or I'm just going to go and sit and meditate and everything else can just stop and wait so I create make sure I create that time to just rebalance and then I'll go through my diary and change things around yeah i think sometimes what happens is that we we uh, try not uh, we don't make time for that and it's when we haven't got the time for that that we need to make the time for that isn't it otherwise Absolutely. to that overwhelm that you're talking yeah. about yeah okay so let's go on to talk about our shadow self uh, what is that so our shadow is it's parts of us that are i always call it parts of us that are buried inside and there are parts of us that have huge influence on how we behave, huge influence on our thoughts, our actions, um, not always positive. Um, we can have positive and, and negative shadows, but they're, they're the buried parts of us that we don't always like to acknowledge, but wield a lot of influence. Mm -hmm. And what are the kind of aspects that people may bury inside themselves uh, that you've noticed in, in your work with clients? So there are a couple of very key ones. Um, the child and the victim come out a lot. Um, the child, for me, there's two aspects of the child. There's the inner child, which is our kind of almost like our playful part, which we want to hold on to. But there's also the child that doesn't want to grow up doesn't want to take responsibility and that's where we may not be really stepping up in our business or in our life because it's just like oh, I don't want to be a grown-up and I don't want to do those things so we just sort of stay in that childlike of I'm, I'm just not going to do it or hiding away mm -hmm. and the other one that I do see a lot is the the victim and we all have these, so this is not um, not passing judgment on anyone because every single one of us has these elements somewhere in our in our subconscious. Um, 
so the 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 victim is the the poor me um why is this happening to me quite often we get a lot of our validation from being in that victim mode we get subconscious recognition from playing the victim you know people will notice me they'll feel sorry for me um it's that whole poor me kind of thing so they they are they're always running underlying in our in our energy um we also tend to have a lot of sabotage most of us self-sabotage ourselves one way or another (laughs) (laughs) we've all got it mastered um so yes we so we tend to have an element of sabotage where it can be anything from our thoughts beliefs you know negative thoughts um just not taking actions knowing that you've there's something that you could do that's really going to support you and just not doing it or ignoring those intuitive nudges and time and time again every time I've ignored my intuition um I've paid the price it says those knowings when you kind of go oh, I need to do that or I must do that or I must call this person and you think oh I'll do it later or I won't bother and then um that's where we sabotage ourselves by just not listening Mm. And it's interesting you use those words there. I need to, I must, I must, I should. Uh, those are rarely words that are encouraging and supporting of an action that we want to take. They're usually things that we resist. Um, and so I like to think of, I, I think I'll, I'll phone that person rather than I must phone that person, uh, which, which is a, a choice word rather than a, uh, a, 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 um, a rule that has to be followed kind of makes it a little easier doesn't it yeah yeah absolutely okay so um, so most people hide their shadows or are not even aware of their shadows but they are important aspects of us as a whole person uh, why uh, what difference does it make to our mental health to be able to be in touch with that shadow part it's a huge um we're our whole purpose in life I think is to become who we are and to recognize all the things that are a bit of an illusion about ourselves um we exist with all these shadow aspects which we 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 kind of interpret as truth but they're not truth at all and so we live our lives thinking that these things are truths and they're not so learning to recognize where it's a shadow aspect it's I almost think of it it's like um things that try and pull you down the things that keep want to keep you stuck um and safe and the role of your ego is ultimately just to keep you safe um but when we actually live as our more pure more full expression of who we are then life is so much easier so it's a very it's a consciousness change it's an energetic change um and life is much more liberating and free when you're not sort of got all these shadows pulling you down and, and keeping you stuck and um, believing the lies that we tell ourselves. And more enriching as well, because, you know, if, if uh, from so from the aspects that you've talked about, the child, the victim and the saboteur, they're all ways, um, in, in my view, of us protecting ourselves, of keeping safe. Uh, in in the primitive aspects of our minds uh, but actually they're stopping us flourishing aren't they totally yeah because totally. you've got you have your polar opposite aspects which are the aspects of us that really 
want to you know are there to flourish so it's kind of stepping into your what I call your, your sovereign being your your ultimate being and that's that's what our purpose is in life is to step into that ultimate being of who we are yeah yeah so uh, uh I don't know if you've heard of the Jahari window have you yes I have yeah so, so the Jahari window for everyone out there is is looking at the um it's got four boxes and it's uh parts of us that we know ourselves parts of us uh, but other people don't know parts of us that uh, other people know but we don't know parts of us that uh, we know and other people know and then parts of us that nobody knows um and uh when i work with people it's kind of the more open you are the more transparent you are the easier life is we, we feel that keeping ourselves small and hiding all of these things is is safe, but actually, you know, it's not at all liberating. It is it keeps us small and small. But what can people do to expand that part of them, it, which is more known to themselves and to others? Um, I think the first thing, the biggest step for me is learning to recognize when your shadows are coming into play. Acknowledge them. And then ask questions about, you know, is this, where does this come from? And when I always drill down. So if I have something that I know is holding me back, or if I, um, let's say I judge someone or I judge myself, I'll kind of go, okay, so what's behind that? And what's, what's my belief behind that? And what's my belief behind that? And why does that matter? And why? And I just literally ask the same questions and you, you, keep going back little by little by little and you'll get down to the fundamental belief which is normally something ridiculous it's never anything that's actually going to be true it's normally a complete untruth and then I start sort of rewiring it and and spurring up and talk to myself about why that's not true um what would be the different thing how would I like to be so I talk myself in of, into it and then completely out of it so I think learning to recognize um, your negative thoughts, your limiting thoughts, um, and we have them all the time. You think how many, I can't remember how many thousands or millions of thoughts we have in a day, but, you know, we are always casting judgment. We're always, we've always got that mean little inner voice that's telling us that we're not good enough or, you know, who am I to do this or all those things that we tell ourselves and just actually recognizing them in the moment and taking them to task mm. investigate it and then rewire it into something so much more powerful and positive and sometimes we just have to take action as well mm. move that side of our comfort zone yeah yeah Definitely. so I love the questions that you talk about there Sue but but what I notice in people if I ask somebody questions like that um similar to that or the same as that I nothing I don't know and they because they're answering to immediately with their conscious mind so uh for me the trick is to ask those questions very gently uh with patience and openness and curiosity because the answer is there but people tend to answer very uh, like that and they're not finding anything because they're not properly connecting yeah. to themselves so that that's really important if somebody's working on themselves isn't it yeah and and sometimes journaling can be a better way so yep. sometimes yeah sometimes I'll have a literally I'll have an out loud conversation with myself sometimes I'll write it and, and the flow of writing can help us dig much deeper because just once you start 
with the pen or the pencil, other things just come out because you're tapping into a different part of the brain. So writing can be a really powerful way of getting in there. Yeah, yeah, good tip, thank you. Okay, right. Um, also, um, I wanted to ask you um, about a book that you have found inspiring or helpful in your life that you would like to recommend to others. Um, do you have one in mind, Sue? This was so hard. I am such a book fan. I have got <laughs> millions. Oh, I literally by my bed, I always have about eight different books on the go. So I was just like, oh, one book. <laughs> um, so the book I've chosen for today is The Four Agreements. I've actually got it with me. It's a beautiful book. It's not very big. It's easy to read. And it's about four principles of life and living. And I think if, if we all lived to those principles, life would be so much easier. Be impeccable with your word. How simple is that? How empowering and how much can that change everybody's lives if we, if we were all impeccable with our word yeah. all the time? Yeah. What a difference the world would be in. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and linking that to the shadow self, being impeccable with our word to ourselves as well, not, not just to others. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. All right, Sue, that's been so helpful. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, okay. I hope you found it helpful too. And if so, uh, please do uh, share it with uh, other people that might also find it helpful. If you haven't subscribed already, do so. And if you want to make any comments underneath, do that as well. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>